0: And get these stuff my dad, they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care It is well, Either way.
2: The White House lawyer, Ty Cobb, told us President Trump is, quote, very
3: eager to be by Mueller. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty!
2: Studio C.
3: C, senor?
2: A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today on a Monday, kick off a brand new week. Aren't you glad to be back? We're under the tutelage of our general manager.
3: Co-general managers today. First, awards for art, which I used to think was dumb. Now I despise it. <laughs> the my, day I hate it more than ever. But our co-general manager is your fitness app. Loose Fitbits sink ships, everybody. An amazing story about exercise apps compromising military security. Oh, my Gerd.
2: Are you at risk? Yes. You want to hear something funny, listener? You're probably not aware of this, listener. What? That's very odd, That this new thing you've adopted. So I was sick two Co-host. days. host <laughs> I was sick two days last week. And uh, while I was gone, I mean, things got wild and people were just willing to do anything. And y'all had a guest on who dropped an S-bomb. That's correct. And uh, so because the guest dropped an S-bomb, we now have a new 20-second delay on the show. Right. To keep everybody safe. What you're hearing right now, listener, we said 20 seconds ago. Yeah. But that gave 20 seconds for a number of people to decide, was that too dirty to air? And if it is, then they can press what we call a dump button. Mother flappers. (laughs) (laughs) and then it can be erased from the show. So because you guys went so wild last week, having people drop S-bombs, That we now have a 20-second delay to protect the American people from the nasty, nasty mouths of the Armstrong and Getty show. Boy,
3: it was fun, though. We still refer to it as Spitfest when everybody is just dropping S-bombs all over. I kind of want to test it out. of S and roses. (laughs) I (laughs) kind of want to test it out with an MF and C and... You bunch of C's. People listening online or on the stream will that does it bleep the online stuff too? No, no they still get the the raw Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> so I just find that amusing. So once every seventeen years, some well, he's a freaking internationally known commentator drops an S bomb quoting the president, and then and, and everybody has to unwad their panties. But, but everyone that's, is that's now fine. safe. You know, I was just listening to. Uh, I happened to flip on some music when I was getting to the, close to the studio and was sick of the news, and uh, the Eagles song, Life in the Fast Lane, comes on, and uh, the guy says, I've been up and down this highway, haven't seen a GD thing. I've been listening to that song for, what, 40 years? Mm-hmm. Now they're bleeping it. They are? Yeah. That's interesting. It's yeah. corporate radio. Wow. Not back in the day, but not, now. Not for 40 years. And there are there are 100
2: examples of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is really interesting. Yeah, it's
3: funny. Um, well, now, now that the world's more pornographic than ever, yes, yeah. and and you can't go to a McDaniel's without the guy in the booth next to you swearing. All oh, the time. absolutely, right. Oh, We're absolutely. more obscene as a society than we've ever been. So they bleep that yeah. song on that's rock that's been radio out for you know nigh on half a, a century.
2: And uh, yeah, if I take my kids anywhere, they're going to hear all kinds of language that's the way society is. Well, listener, we're going to introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing
0: buttons, flipping toggles, and pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Jack, I was hoping you wouldn't talk about that incident. I still shake and quiver when I think about it. I know. Right? It, it, it was tough. Hey, but I saw the Grammys uh, last night, and, you know, that is the perfect show to DVR because I, there are so many commercials, and there's basically one, maybe two things that I found interesting, and that was it.
2: Uh, yeah, I got to admit that it was uh, not my favorite episode of the Grammys telecast that I've ever seen, but uh, we'll talk more about that later, I'm sure. Yeah, the DVR is a wonderful thing. Commercial, uh, the people who are paying for the commercials don't like that, but... I can I can watch those
1: kind of things in like an hour. Zappity, zap, zap, zap. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I am currently working the EGOT desk. Now, for those unaware, the EGOT is an acronym given to those who have won an Emmy, Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. How many of them it's are there? It's my dream. How many uh, of them are now right now? Not a lot. Less than 10. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but I had I had put a very large bet that uh, Donald Glover one Childish Gambino is going to be the next person to achieve the EGOT fame. He uh, he took care of the G last night with his uh, with the Grammy. He already has the Emmy for his show Atlanta. But I was unaware of this young uh, kind of duo, this composer songwriting duo, Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. They got their Grammy last night for uh, to get their their Grammys. They already have. They were the musical. People behind La La Land and the uh, Tony Award-winning play Dear Evan Hansen—they songwriters, yeah, songwriters,
2: composers. Well, that the way be the way to be? You're at the very top of the game, and nobody knows who you are. You could walk down the street and be left alone. Yeah. Yep. So, so they, they have they go.
1: three of the four. They are just one away. All the Tonys—the hard one to get—is an Emmy. They oh, already have really? the Tony.
2: Yeah. You know who you join for EGOTs? Some of the most famous EGOTs are Whoopi Goldberg and Al Gore.
3: Yes, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's some company. For Giants you. of the theater. <laughs>
2: There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm doing very well. Blind date over the weekend went well. Very smart, funny, nice-looking. Maybe a bit too young, but we'll see where it goes. Next up will be a dump and casino run, where I will wear it, win her heart. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're going to have her along.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, nothing says love like the landfill.
0: I already asked her about it. She said, great. Sounds like fun. But, I said, what? Yes. You're,
2: you're, you're going right down the wrong, right road here now. I, think. Yes. I mean, that oh, yeah. sounds fantastic. Yeah. Do really? you have a button nose? Kind of. So I know how wow. you feel about the butt. It's
3: buttony. I don't. Yes, I don't yes. even know what a butt.
2: I don't know what a butt nose is. But
3: now over there, hon, yeah. you'll see the uh, compost tea. All that's compost. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And those, See that big plant over there? That's where they separate the recyclables.
0: Those <laughs> wing creatures, those are gulls. They're right. flying
3: around. her <laughs> with your dump knowledge. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Electronic oh, yeah. recycling. <laughs> yes, good stuff. Uh, that, I'm happy for you,
2: Marshall. That's hey, awesome. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Monday, January 29th, year 2018, keeping you straight in 21-8. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Right
3: there's where you drop off your batteries. You're not throwing your batteries <laughs> in the oh, garbage, are you? Oh... Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and rags at Mark. And the Grammy goes to, that's what I like. And the Grammy
1: goes to 24 carrot magic universe.
3: And the Grammy goes to 24-karat magic universe. I liked his speech for winning Best Album. I thought that was pretty good. Very gracious. Very gracious. A real gent, that Bruno Mars. And a cool story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was charming. Talked about doing some sort of uh, kitschy Polynesian uh, tourist attraction thing in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and his dreams at the time. I also liked when he says,
2: we put some Mars sauce on it. Yeah. <laughs> Mars sauce. I wonder if you can buy Mars sauce. Oh, uh, if you could, it'd sell out. <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips?
0: Well, President <laughs> Trump. Prepping is State of the Union and in a Twitter war with Jay-Z. Yo, that'll end well. At the Grammys. <laughs> it's all upside on that. At, at the Grammys, you had song, dance, and political stance. Oh, God. And why you should not let your kids play with plastic hand-me-down toys. Stories coming up, 635, oh, Armstrong, oh, and Gennett. No, no, they, they have fecal matter yeah,
2: on them? You're going to mention fecal matter. I just, I just feel it coming. Uh, how does mailbag look?
3: Oh, it's solid. We have some good weekly uh, shower thoughts for you. Kick off the week on a philosophical note. A lot of Nazis in the news, I've noticed today. I mean, a really odd number of Nazis, given the fact that it's 2018. Grammys, similar to the
2: NFL, it's just, as soon as somebody starts bringing up politics stuff, it's just like, oh, just,
3: ah, I don't know if I can even take this anymore. I had friends texting me. I had it delayed on the DVR. I had friends texting me becoming militant. And I thought, oh, my God, what's
2: happening? Does this need to happen with everything? Does it have to? Is it necessary? Apparently. Uh, we got lots to talk about today. I hope you can stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Voice of the West.
1: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. Do you know what Carter Page is? His name's thrown around a lot lately. He was a part of the Trump campaign. Well, apparently the Trump people thought he was a Russian spy. Really? This story just broke last night in the New York Times. So huh? Trump's Justice Department got authorization to, uh, to dig into their own
3: Carter Page because they were afraid he was working for the Russians. Wow. Trump's people. Well, he's been mentioned a lot as somebody that, you know, the, uh, the FBI was keeping an eye. He's at the center of a lot of this Russia stuff. Wasn't the, the yeah. surveillance of him the justification for various FISA warrants and the rest of it? So I don't know if this bolsters the idea of, well, if Trump
2: thought he was a Russian spy and needed to look into him, if Obama did also, what's wrong with that? Right,
3: uh-huh. right. You know, it almost makes a guy want to just kind of wait till it's all over and let me know what happened. By
2: the way, getting back to Trump and Jay-Z getting in a a Twitter war, I can't wait for this. Again, as I said, it's all upside for the president, I'm sure, sure, because there's no way the media in any way, uh, you know, takes a side in this or uh, is unfair.
3: And it's practically impossible that he will say something that just makes you shake your head. <laughs> right. Especially because, you know, it's an oh, icon. A black man, the rest of it. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's just... It's, God, talk about a
2: no-win situation for all kinds of reasons. Yeah, boy.
3: Mailbag. So, uh, a lot of good stuff to get to today. Can't wait. Again, more Nazis than I expected this morning. Uh, here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City, who gave me some very handy information on cord cutting, uh, counseling, uh, cable TV, dish, whatever. Um, the consensus seems to be that it all works pretty well, but if you really need to take in media for your living, it's all a little unreliable. Well, if I didn't have
2: this job, I absolutely would have gotten rid of cable years ago, or dish, or whatever. No, no, I, easily.
3: I would have thrown away my TV completely and just read the classics all day. Signed, <laughs> someone who's better than you. <laughs> Let's see, where, where are we? But thanks everybody. In the original Latin. Right, well, needless to say. See, people as sophisticated as me don't even need to say that, because it's assumed. <laughs> so, uh, thanks everybody who sent that uh, advice in. But here are your weekly shower thoughts. As compiled by Rich. Uh, Ouija boards say ages 8 plus. So you have to be 21 to drink, but can summon the dead at (laughs) 8. That's pretty funny. (laughs) That is funny. Uh, This next one mentions a specific car uh, company. I see no reason to single them out, but car companies are greatly overestimating how much people care about J.D. Power Awards. (laughs) Boy, that is true. How many times have you heard ranked by J.D. Power is the greatest? And I think right, fine. <laughs> this is funny. Bill Gates kids have never had the experience of trying to walk your parents through something simple on a computer. <laughs> funny. Yeah. No kidding. Steve Jobs kids, too. Can you imagine? Dad, dad, you have to double click it. Dad, that's a link. You'd only have to single click that. Dad, uh, drinking water with a minty mouth. Is the cold version of spicy. You get it? You ever had like a really minty mouth from gum or whatever and you drink cold water? It's painful as hell. I don't think I have. It's the really, mm-hmm. it's the cold version of spicy. That's very true. Maybe I'll try it today. Do it. It's the minty cold water challenge on the internet. Maybe stop eating detergents, you morons, and try that instead. Sean will get this especially. You know how uh, various video games, uh, you know, your real, your extensive story based, they're Mm -hmm. practically a movie video games, uh, are being praised for having a strong female lead. Oh, yes. That's become a thing now in Mm -hmm. gaming. Uh, One of the first games to have a strong female lead? Chess. Ooh. There you go. So true. The king is freaking useless. I was explaining
2: to my niece who's uh, getting into chess over Christmas about how the the queen's, where it's at you got to oh, yeah. get that queen out as soon as you
3: can. Get it out there and doing damage. King's old big fat guy got the gout. I mean, he can take like one step in any direction then he's exhausted. And he's got to rest. And if he gets knocked off, you lose. So you might as well just leave him there in the dining room feeding his fat face. That's the way I see it. And my favorite of the day will end with this. In the future, with self-driving vehicles... <laughs> If you miss a payment, it'll just drive themselves right back to the dealer. Awesome. Oh, Get up no. in the morning and it's gone. Oh no. It left me. Where are you? Make your payments, loser. <laughs> wow. Wow, crazy. That's, well, we're good. we got plenty of time. Uh, here's a nice note from uh, Phoenix Steve. Recent U.S. World Report ranked the uh, U.S. as the eighth best place to live behind Sweden. Uh, I actually have that info. I was going to take a look at that. But I think the poll can be discounted since they ranked Trump the most disapproved um, or or most approved leader, disapproved, something like that. He's in 60th place ahead of Vladimir Putin at 44. I guess if Trump murdered reporters and jailed political opponents and annexed neighboring lands, he could get back into the 40s like old pootie. Boy, that's a good point there's a, I was reading a story over the weekend about uh you know Trump's uh, Trump's daughter's husband's dad he's a little known cellist he's a decent enough musician but he's nobody which daughter i don't know okay i don't i don't know um but uh He's a cellist of modest ability. He plays a gig now and again. He's like me of, of like me on the guitar. He is on the cello. He's got a billion dollars in the bank. Whoa, a billion! Wow. And you're worried that Trump's violating the emoluments clause because foreign leaders think, hey, we could stay in his hotel. Maybe that'd make him happy. Um, and, and so Putin's ahead of Trump on the most disapproved leaders. Oh, for God's sake, you people kill me. So you remember that story on 60
2: Minutes uh, from about a month ago, that arrival to Putin there? Uh, sure, yeah. Getting attention, and and uh, Leslie Stahl asked him, how come he hasn't had you killed? And he said, I don't know. Well, he was arrested over the weekend, violently yeah. arrested over the weekend, him and a bunch of his friends. So Putin had had enough of this guy's act.
3: Well, he gets arrested fairly frequently, but yeah, he's... He's trying to run for president, and Putin won't even let him on the yeah, ballot. We'll see if he ever sees the light of day this time. You think? I don't know. All right. Um, I heard one commentator say they thought he would know, turn him loose, charge him with having a parade without a permit, and hope that scares him off a little. Well, just he just can't get anything going if every time you like have a rally, they put you in jail, and mm-hmm. and uh, see the, the, you know that's what they. Well, you know that happened to Martin Luther King and other people plenty of times, but. You know, we actually have civil rights here. You have none in Russia, where Vladimir Putin is more popular than Trump in this precious little poll. Uh, Phoenix Steve signs off. Uh, F A G K G P S fan of A A and G keep gonging positive. Sean, wow, only one necessary. Wow, only one necessary. Uh, we we're talking about holding hands and how that's uh, healing the science, right? Science. Uh, Jeanette writes, I was listening to your, uh, show last week. You're talking about the benefits of handholding. You wouldn't necessarily want to be with a stranger. She evidently had, I was having a terrible, uh, labor with, uh, one of her chillins. Her husband was parked in the car. I was sitting in a wheelchair, suffering, waiting for the nurse to check me in. My legs were shaking uncontrollable. A man saw me came and held my hand. It was amazingly calming. Don't underestimate the power of human touch and human kindness. Well, that's a good thing to remember. Yeah, that is really nice, Jeanette. Although, you know, different people have different, you know, kind of makeups that way. You know, if you've got a personal space the size of Idaho, maybe it would freak out so much it wouldn't. I help as yeah I
2: don't know if I was in severe pain it might help me if anything below severe pain somebody comes up start holding my hand get away from me you weirdo yeah. is what
3: I'm gonna think I'd assume they were about to start asking me to invest in some sort of berry <laughs> or, or you're something. trying
2: to take my watch
3: right <laughs> and then she signs off B L A L Y S B been listening and loving you since before Delaney was born wow that's Jeanette the not as caustic as Tony Mormon. Tony is our most caustic Mormon listener, and hilarious. Haven't heard from Tony for a while. Uh, On the topic of the Grammys, Brad writes, I'll admit I haven't watched the Grammys for a few years, but what the hell happened to music? (laughs) Oh, Brad, that's such an old guy thing (laughs) to say. No kidding. No kidding. Your dad could have said that, and his dad. Of course, I mostly hated the pop music, you know, when I was a kid, too, but... uh, Yeah, that's enough. So this was music! The Beatles.
2: So somebody pushed a cart full of uh, raw meat into a supermarket in San Jose, and it's getting a lot of attention. Really? Night, nationwide. Oh, yeah, it's a problem. You've seen the video of the raw meat? The I cart? haven't. Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, please. So well, at least one prominent Democrat U.S. Senator is uh, blasting Hillary Clinton for her so-called explanation apology on Friday after that scandal broke that she kept a uh, right. a sexual harasser on the staff.
3: Misdefying, yeah.
2: Her statement is unbelievable. So Clintonian, such a perfect example of why she's not president
3: today. Oh no, no! I saw the Grammys last night, and the entire audience roared their love when she appeared. So she must have won.
2: Um, there's that. Also, well, I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good today. I went in, I came in thinking, man. Rough today. Oh, no. If I wanted to be honest with the listeners, I'd say listen to music. <laughs> oh, boy. Perhaps no, that charming little
3: Bruno Mars.
2: I was wrong. There's lots of good stuff. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well,
0: President Trump's gearing up for a big week. He's got his primetime State of the Union speech tomorrow, where he's expected to cheer the ongoing strength of the economy, the soaring stock market, and the Republican tax bill he signed last month. But while he was working on that over the weekend, he managed to get into a feud with Jay-Z. No, no. Over Jay-Z's comments about shizzle holes and descriptions of Africa and Haiti. On CNN Saturday, Jay-Z called the president's comments hurtful and racist compared to the L.A. Clippers' former owner, Donald Sterling's comments back in 2014 that were recorded and leaked by Sterling's girlfriend. Boy, that's a stretch. In response, the president tweeted out on Sunday morning, somebody please inform Jay-Z that because of my policies, black unemployment has just been reported to be at the lowest rate ever recorded. Latest unemployment rate for African Americans is 68 3.7% for white people. The rate for African Americans, though, is the lowest ever recorded.
2: There's also an op-ed in the New York Times over the weekend. It's Trump's economy now. If the economy were looking... Or if the economy were tanking, Trump would certainly get the blame. Shouldn't he get credit when it's booming? Which is something we've been saying. The failing New York
3: Times said that? Yeah. Shocking. Uh, Hey, Positive Sean, do you have uh, Jay-Z's response? Does he have a point that maybe the Democrats have been giving us good lip service but no jobs? Maybe he's going to say terrible things but put money in our pocket. Does that make him a good leader? No because it's not about money at the end of the day
2: money is not doesn't equate to like happiness it doesn't It's that's that's not missing the whole point we treat people like human beings and then um you know that's 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 the main point you can't treat someone like it goes back to the whole thing you gonna treat me really bad and pay me well right. <laughs> yeah that's
3: <laughs> it's not gonna lead to happiness well and the follow-up is what do you mean Donald Trump is treating you really bad And, well, you know, the the racist statements and all. Oh, okay. All right. It's a little odd also. Listen, if Jay-Z thinks in good conscience what he's saying is true, that's fine. He gets to say it. But to dismiss having a job and, like, the best economic situation you've had in a very long time as a billionaire is, I don't know, a little callous to me.
0: Grammys, heavy on music and politics. Bruno Mars, big winner at the award show, took home six awards, including the night's three most prestigious trophies. Look at me, Pop. Look at me. I'm I'm at the Grammys right now. Kendrick Lamar won five Grammys, and then Hillary Clinton made a surprise cameo in the show that drew some rather strong criticism before it was even over. Hillary did a pre-taped skit, taking a shot at uh, President Trump. Grammys host, James Corden, supposedly auditioning people to narrate what he said could be a Grammy-winning spoken word version of fire and fury inside the Trump White House. He had a longtime fear of being poisoned. One reason why
1: he liked to eat at McDonald's.
0: Nobody knew he was coming, and the food was safely pre That's it. We've got it. That's the one. You think so? Oh, yeah.
1: The Grammy's in the bag? In the bag. There oh, shut
2: up. I thought that was pretty amazing because I thought at this point the book has been fairly discredited. I mean, Saturday Night Live made fun of it for being uh, being what it is. And then a story came out over the weekend yeah. that absolutely shows what this author is all about. So I thought that was an unbelievably unfair uh, part of the Grammys. That made me not want to watch. I think half the country watches something like that on the Grammys and says, F y'all. F you. Yeah. I'm not participating in any of this crap. Enjoy your lives. I guess that's where we are with entertainment now, which is fine. I you would get say to so. do it.
3: I, a lot of the country gets to decide not to watch, also. Well, and the only extent to which Hillary Clinton is not merely an old lady who lives alone in upstate New York is the fact that she's been dragged back into the news because she covered up yet another, uh, you know, sexual predator other than her husband back in a campaign. And if you haven't heard her statement, wait for that. Yeah.
0: All right, my friends, science uh, advises why you should never let your kids play with plastic hand-me-down toys. Science might be tempting to give your kids your old Lego set, but you shouldn't. Researchers from EU's Toy Safety Directive,
2: who sound like a lot of fun, I hear where this is going. Sound like a really good time.
0: Yeah, they took a sample of 200 plastic toys from homes, daycares, schools, found more than daycares? 10. Daycares? You can't lump the plastic <laughs> toys from a daycare in with the plastic toys from my home. When Wait, I, like they're the same thing. Have you ever looked at the plastic toys at a daycare?
3: Listen no. to the man, he's trying to tell you science here. Anyway, oh my God. They
0: found more than we 10. We took the plastic toys from a Haitian dump, and those
1: from <laughs> Toys R Us.
0: Oh, careful, don't call it a you-know-what hole. Uh, they found more than 10% of them contained high levels of hazardous chemicals and would never be considered uh, approved for sale today. And yeah, it's the old phthalates, Jack. Yes.
3: If you'd listen,
0: it's the old plastic it's leaching goo and, and horrors. Get rid of it. And they discovered that red and yellow Lego building blocks from uh, years ago are the most dangerous. They have uh, cadmium levels that are considered unsafe. No, I boy. like them cadmium eggs. How uh, <laughs> how old the Legos
3: are we talking about?
2: Any sixties or no,
0: any made before nineteen ninety five?
3: Wow, craziness! Uh, Do your boys have the uh, the stacking toy? It's the like the uh, the big. Uh, it's the pole, and then you put the big uh, ring, and then the slightly smaller rings in different colors. Oh, when the... they were babies, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell you how much pleasure I got out of that as a dad. When the kids were in bed, I'd play with that thing. <laughs> I'd stack it the regular way, then I'd stack it upside down, and then I'd you know kind of vary the color. They look like lifesavers. You ever notice that? Well, oh, I enjoy lifesavers. Oh, man. I
2: just hand uh, hand my kids a laundry
3: pot
0: and head out the door. So
2: play with that. <laughs> Go for if it. If you
0: get hungry, well. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. <laughs>
1: Hilarious. I so, hard?
0: so, um, yeah,
2: god dang it, I don't but want to talk about this stuff today, but I'm pretty worked up about it. Hillary Clinton's apology. So yeah, her being cheered last night like she is the savior of the world after the way she handled right in the middle
3: of the, the hashtag MeToo movement in which people were weeping on stage over them being sexually abused. She's an example of being the exact wrong kind of person. Harvey Weinstein's best pal and sexual assault coverer (laughs) upper
2: Hillary Clinton. And did you hear what the author of the Fire and Fury book said over the weekend? To me, that just puts the nail in the coffin of whether or not you should take this guy seriously. Uh Uh-oh. So, you know, we don't have to do that all morning long. Plus, a hell of a lot of Nazis in the news. Really a surprising number. (laughs) Uh, Who is this, Michael? Uh, This is Jay-Z. He comes in here very briefly. Okay. Come on in, Jay-Z. I'm telling you. Trump, keep arguing with Jay-Z <laughs> on Twitter. Just it couldn't, it's uh, yeah. going to keep getting better
3: for you. I off
2: the I took right, for my so stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong to believe and
0: Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The
3: Voice of the West.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. This
2: story has gone viral. Of course, they say it about everything. (laughs) This story's gone viral. A uh, TV station in the San Francisco Bay Area over the weekend.
3: observed a moment of silence to celebrate the life of something
1: (laughs) or other. What's happening, Sean? We don't know. I missed it. I completely missed the cue there. Here it is. It was
0: just absolutely gross. Slabs of raw uncovered meat in a shopping cart during what looks like a delivery for a local grocery store. The first thing I did was snap a photo. This is the photo. Loretta Cedo says she took on her cell phone last week when she went grocery shopping at 99 Ranch Market in San Jose. Loretta later posted the picture on social media. These Two guys, slabs of pork, I think they were just like cut in half, and some were just kind of flopped over, so it was on the handlebars. According to Loretta, <laughs> it happened on January 14th. 99 Ranch Market told NBC Bay Area they found out about it today, nearly two weeks later.
3: Oh, wow, a two-week delay between the sighting of meat in the reporting of well, it. Well, come on.
2: What? You're going into your budget grocery store and you see a couple of people pushing in a shopping <laughs> cart of raw meat. Not, oh. like, not like wrapped in cellophane or anything. Right. Cellophane, just laying in the cart including, as she said, over the handle of the cart.
1: Right. One of the dirtiest things in the world. Well, we they'll wipe it down <laughs> probably. This, this is where my meat comes from. There's one or two pieces on the bottom where you put like the big uh, like your big laundry detergent packages that you don't put in the in the right. top two. Yeah. yeah,
2: there's some meat down down there underneath
1: yeah okay <laughs> carriage
2: <laughs> is, is
3: that the uh the basis of the problem yes okay well, that it's you... in the shopping cart how <laughs> yes. you know, do you put your food in there huh <laughs>
2: oh god <laughs> that is hilarious and they go right at the front door with
3: it which is pretty funny in the shopping cart Ew. I would think they'd have, but if they had a special meat cart, you'd think, "Oh, there's the meat getting delivered." Right? Well, because the special meat cart would probably be, be clean somehow. <laughs> you'd you'd hope, you'd hope. Grocery store employees, here's your cue to email and/or text with the horrifying truth. A couple of things for you. You Got the hoof sticking up in the air
2: there. That's a little disconcerting. So, a couple of things for you. Um, old wolf. Arr! was on Bill Maher's show on Friday night. He's the guy who wrote the book Fire and Fury that I thought was now dead and had been discredited enough that it had gone away, but it was featured on the Grammys last night uh, and taken seriously. I think was the point of that.
3: Well, it was an effort to say we all hate Trump and we all love Hillary.
2: So he was on Bill Maher over the weekend and uh, talking about his book and uh, he said he had omitted from his book an incendiary incident because he lacked ultimate proof about Trump and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. But he invited people to read between the lines of a paragraph near the book's end. When you do, you're going to say bingo. The political Twitter sphere then went viral over a sentence claiming Haley had been spending a notable amount of private time with Trump on Air Force One. So the Wait big, a the, the only bingo conclusion you can assume he's expecting you to draw is that Trump and Haley are doing it. Uh, Nikki Haley said over the weekend, highly offensive, disgusting, absolutely not true. Wow. If you're going to come out and hint that Trump and the U.N. ambassador are doing it with, with nothing, just absolutely nothing, just throw that out there. Yeah. What are you? You're certainly
3: not Woodward and Bernstein. You're a guy who's seen the initial burst of attention in sales start to wane. So it's your secondary publicity stunt now.
2: Because, as I said, even Saturday Night Live had mocked the credibility of your book. Right. Right. Um, In the opening of their show two weeks ago. So you got that. Then on the Hillary Clinton thing, this story story broke during our show Friday. New York Times wrote it, which is kind of interesting, that uh, she had somebody on her campaign staff, an older dude who was perving on one of the younger chicks in the office. Kissing her on the head, rubbing her shoulders, sending her weird, sexy, late-night emails, that sort of stuff. Right. This uh, female staffer complained to the Clinton campaign. Yeah, quite unhappy. Hillary Clinton's campaign manager at the time went to Hillary and said, this person's got to be fired. This is before hashtag MeToo, saying mm-hmm. we got to fire this guy. Right. Hillary didn't fire the dude. Doctors pay and sent him to some sort of counseling and moved the chick who complained out of the office to a different department. Out
3: of the inner circle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So she got demoted, more or less, right. for complaining that this guy was perving on her. He got moved to a senior job in one of the super PACs, which I'm sure is a big deal and highly paid. Right. So that was a, you complain that somebody's groping you, you get in trouble, he gets a better gig or gets to keep his gig. Classic hashtag me too, you should be disgusted by it, I'm disgusted by it stuff. Hillary Clinton covered for the guy. So what's her, what's her statement later on Friday when she felt like she had to respond to it, I guess? Um, A story appeared today about something that happened in 2008. I was dismayed when it occurred, but was heartened. The young woman came forward and was heard, and had her concerns taken seriously and addressed. That's what she tweeted on Friday.
3: Wow, that's great. That is classic Clintonian. It is so Clinton. Changed reality. So Clinton. I am just so glad to remember that time when we acted decisively in the name of women everywhere.
2: I was heartened that the young woman came forward and was heard and had her concerns taken
3: seriously. Yes. He kept his job. She didn't. Right. Because she was stirring up trouble. Quit complaining. You're out. I called her today to tell her how you you go to USA
2: Gymnastics. I called her today to tell her how proud I am of her and to make sure she knows what all women should. We deserve to be heard. Except she wasn't heard. You see,
3: (laughs) is the problem. Oh, my God. It's just amazing, isn't it? That is incredible. Gosh, she's got a pair like coconuts unheard of Hillary Clinton. She is something. Wow. Wow. And
2: so she, I thought the Clintons were completely dead before this. I certainly certainly thought after Friday, okay, that's just officially it, right? I mean, just they're they're nothing anymore. And the way she got cheered on the Grammys last night, she's not
3: completely dead. Oh hey, speaking of the Grammys. Last night's show was a really important Grammy anniversary. One that as soon as it was pointed out, it, it stirred my heart and, and my memories and the rest of it. 20th anniversary of Soy Bomb. God, I, I barely remember I barely remember Bob that. Dylan playing some obscurity and some shirtless lunatic runs up on stage and starts gyrating like an idiot, and he's got the words Soy Bomb painted on his chest and abdomen. And what did that mean? <laughs> He had some bizarro explanation of soy, which is natural and healthy, and bomb, like exploding, (laughs) like into people's consciousness. And he danced around, and and Dylan, to his credit, is playing some song or another. He came out and probably won an award that year, but now nobody listened to it. They'll give me an award when I fart, I tell you what. But anyway, so he glances over his shoulder, determines that the guy's not a danger rolls his eyes and goes back to singing <laughs> it was fabulous kids today you know uh i'm looking at a picture of the the jack look at this guy. um michael there was a beautiful song i can't remember who did it whatever happened to soy bomb was that that wasn't crash test dummy somebody did a song called whatever happened to soy
2: okay, Bomb." i have to
0: look okay.
3: yeah do it great song as i recall but I An thought
2: odd they, moment. I thought they'd do more looking back since it was the 60th anniversary, and they and they didn't. But I thought it was uh, for so for best album when they had Bono and the Edge from U two come out to present on the thirtieth anniversary of them winning best album hmm. uh, for Joshua Tree. I guess. Wow. So they came out from opposite sides of the stage, like there are two people didn't eat, know each other, yeah. and and Edge says, "Oh hi," and it's nice to meet you. And Bono said, "Loved your early work." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> And then they became insufferable. Oh yeah! On oh, their yeah. Barge oh yeah! Oh yeah!
2: That up on top of the roof in front of the Statue of Liberty—is it? Po- I, I didn't know you could go that far in front of the Statue of Liberty singing, I don't get it. singing about the resistance to Trump. I still don't get it. Oh my God! I thought you were like artistic, subtle, or something. What about the dreamers? I'm not following you.
3: <laughs> I don't get
2: your symbolism. <laughs> Oh, boy, more on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.